Welcome to the MetPro Method Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal O'Keefe, and today I'm joined by MetPro Coach Kat Ramirez, and we will be discussing grocery shopping tips for your healthy food plan. Kat, thank you for joining me today. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. I always enjoy our talks. I think we should start with why we're discussing this topic. Why is it important to discuss shopping tips when you're trying to eat in a healthy manner? Absolutely. Because if you're like me and you get to the store, sometimes you're just like, oh, look at all of these. You check out and you're like, I don't know why I have these extra items. (laughs) What happened? I had a plan and it went awry. (laughs) You start seeing things and you're like, well, this looks healthy. It probably is. And then you take it with you. You always come out with way more than you need. So I think that like, fiscally it's responsible and also for trying to stay on plan and really attack your prep in an efficient way and then also like in a financially responsible way. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Both of those are great, great reasons. That's great reasons. (laughs) Yeah. I like that. I'm motivated. Now, how do you plan for the shopping if you're on MedPro? Well, even if you're not on MedPro, but you want to eat healthy, So do you need to plan all of your meals in advance that you're going to be eating? Do you need to do some of them? How does that work? Uh, That's a good question. So a couple things. If you're a MetPro concierge client, we have our coaches, myself, we have links that we can share with our clients of staples to keep in the pantry or on hand to make prep easy. And then also in your app, there is a shopping cart feature. And so when you create your meals or select your meals, it will put those items in the shopping cart. And then you just have your list right there and ready to go. If you're somebody who likes to cook, then your concierge coach can help you break down some recipes if you need assistance doing that. Or if you're savvy, then picking out some recipes for the week and deciding what ingredients you're missing. The other thing is snacks are so, so important. And so having a go bag with you is never a bad idea, right? Yeah. Tell that I work with a tactical community. I have snacks is a good idea. And if you're a mom, you likely already have one with your kiddos. So those are some important reasons why you should kind of, before you even get there, have a plan of attack. And then plus, if you're somebody like me where I'm eating MetPro, but my kids are not eating MetPro, but they're eating foods that we use at MetPro, obviously, right? Like healthy whole foods. And so being able to look ahead and see, okay, well, what can I prepare that's going to set me up for my meals, but then also give me enough leftovers so that the kids have something. And when I work, I have a sitter come in and help me out. And so I can have, I'm really anal. So I have like (laughs) the little bento box and like put all of their little stuff in there and put it in the fridge and ready for the sitter or whatever. Well, I love that. I am a planner myself. And so if I'm leaving the house and I need to have everything prepared, I need my breakfast, I need my my snack and my lunch and my afternoon snack, because otherwise, for me, if I don't plan ahead, if I don't make those take those steps that you just said, then catastrophe will occur because something in my day is not going to go as planned. I guarantee that. I don't know what it is. And then I'll just grab whatever because I'll be hungry. So I totally agree with you. But I'm curious, when you're shopping, do you shop differently at like a traditional grocery store versus like a big box grocery store, something like a Costco or a Sam's Club? Yes and no. So I frequent Costco all the time. And then if 
where I live now does not have a Trader Joe's, unfortunately. But if I go to the largest city, I go to Trader Joe's and stock up forever. And then I buy some other foods that I don't find at Costco. Sometimes like lately, Costco has been out of bananas all the time. Oh, yeah. Like I can't find them to save my life. Right. And my kids love bananas. So I will then go to Fred Meyer is what we have here. I'll go to Fred Meyer. One of my daughters has a milk allergy. She has to drink like pea milk. And so that's the only place they have it here. So I will do two orders and I do shop differently. So at a traditional grocery store, when they do like product displays and layout, if you tend to stick to the outside of the store, that's where you're going to find like most of the coolers. And this isn't true for every store. Like Fred Meyer, I will say, has a couple of aisles of coolers that have their more natural foods in it. Like that's where the pea milk is, the kombucha, like whatever, all of those type of items or like alternative items. So it's not true for every store, but for the most part, we've got the fridge cases on the back with your dairy and the rest of it. And then we've got the meats are usually in the back, the butchers in the back. And then the produce is usually off to one side, but we're still looking at mainly the perimeter. And so... I always say kind of just to start on the outside at one end and just do the perimeter all the way around and then look at what are you missing. Another thing that I like to do is when I write my grocery list, I write it in like produce, dairy, like dry goods or whatever, so that I'm able to just, while I'm standing in produce, go down the produce instead of being like, oh, bananas are here. Oh, lettuce down here, whatever. So that it's all in one section. And that helps you kind of stay on task as well, because you're just hitting the sections of the store that you absolutely need instead of like perusing the aisles, which kind of gets you into trouble. When I do a big box store, those can be less kind of like the displayers sometimes are all over. Sometimes you're like, oh, a pair of jumper cables next to the pork tenderloin next to (laughs) a pack of batteries and some toothbrushes forever. So that can be a little bit different. But I actually just filmed a day of shopping at Costco. So that should be coming out soon. So that'll be really helpful for everybody too. But I will hit the produce usually first in Costco. It's like kind of goes produce, meat are like right next to each other. And so I'll just stay in that section. And then right around the corner is usually the dairy. So I'll just stay there. (laughs) And I forgot anything else. Then I go down the aisles. Of course, I have kids. I'm going to get the little squeeze packs and stuff like that. But for the most part, it's kind of like all where you need to live. And then occasionally you'll go down the spice aisle to get something to cook with. Or like there are some sauces that are approved and your coach can send you a link for what those are as well. Those are really great tips. Are there things, are there items that people should kind of look to get at a traditional grocery store or a Trader Joe's versus going to a big box store or vice versa? Sure, sure. I think it's helpful to get stuff like produce and meat and depending, right? Like I have three children, right? That's a lot of kids to give milk or whatever. So if it makes sense financially to get it at a big box store, go for it. But if it's going to go bad, then get it at a regular store as opposed to a big box store. And I mean, the produce, I mean, you know how it is. You get a bag of spinach and then you cook it and you're like, oh, I have this much spinach left. So like... (laughs) 
if you're eating a lot of vegetables, which we do on MetPro, then you want to go get all your veggies at um, a big box store so that you're stocking up. Obviously, make sure you have room in your fridge. This is something else that I always forget. I get home and I'm like, oh my goodness. And then I have to like play like Tetris you know, tet- with like all my food in the fridge. <laughs> so make sure you have room. I really like to to get the some of the pre-marinated or like if they do like a nice they have a tri-tip at Costco and it's just a spice rub I'll butcher it myself and then put it in little like baggies and then freeze some and then have some ready to cook for the week and it's less expensive that way so those are some items I would definitely suggest or things like oats where you're like I'm gonna eat oats every day oats don't go bad as long as you keep them right so Stuff like that. Your brown rice is great, right? As something that we'll eat in bulk. It's not necessarily going to go bad. Canned goods, go get them at Costco. They've got like flats of the green beans. They've got flats of the carrots. Things like tuna or some of the like canned fish or canned meats. Those are great also to get at Costco. They keep forever. You can stock them in your pantry. You're ready to go. And that way, if you get home from a trip and you don't have any groceries, at least you have that stuff ready for you. Other things that are perishable, maybe you're not going to go through as quickly or like you can't find everything sometimes at the big box stores, just whatever they're carrying for that season. So then I usually make that run after I'll go to Costco first, whatever I can't pick up. Then I go to the next store and just grab the bits that I missed. We do the exact same thing. I love that because I feel like you get everything then and you know that you got it for kind of comparatively the lowest price you can because we have two kids at home and one of them drinks like an inordinate amount of milk. Like it's a lot. (laughs) Same thing. Okay. (laughs) And so I'll buy two or three gallons. That's a huge difference in price at a big box versus going to a local chain. So yeah, I love that. And then when you're at like, any of these grocery stores, are there things that you can look to buy that kind of make your prep easier? Are there foods that you can kind of point to that's like, oh, this is going to make life a lot easier, but you're still on plan? Yep, 100%. So things that I've found, like at Costco, they've got, it's like a big sheet and they're prepackaged three ounce of like chicken bites and they're just grilled chicken bites. Yeah. I mean, tear them off and throw them in your bag. Also like the little discs for of hummus or they have the wok or the smashed avocado is great. You can also get like for the kids, there's like the squeezers. And if you need like a quick snack carb, you can also use those squeezers depending upon what the carb breakdown is on the back of it. Things like that will really help. Another thing, like I said, like they've got pork tenderloin that's cut up into little, little like medallions, basically. It's already pre-marinated. It's a rub. I just pull out some, cook it for the week, freeze the rest, like in like four per bag or whatever. And that's super easy. Just like sear it takes like literally minutes to do. The other thing that you can do if you really want to, you can get like the little packs of veggies or sliced apples. I have a client who like refuses to slice apples. He's like, no. (laughs) I only buy the sliced ones, whatever, man, whatever you got to do. I don't don't care. Everybody has a thing that that's just like, it's too much. It's too far. It's so overwhelming to me. Like the whole pineapple, I'm like, there's so many prickly things on it. Like I just want it sliced. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) But yeah, everybody has their things. So there's little items like that, that definitely help the yogurts or if you can find the plain Greek yogurts, those are really nice. 
as well. There's tons of stuff at Costco that make things super easy. The chicken skewers that are already made. I found some paleo meatballs that I'm trying out this week Mm -hmm. that are lemongrass and they're great. And four meatballs is going to be one full protein. There's nothing weird in it at all. And then, I mean, there's lots of little finds that if you just kind of look around. That brings up a great question. You talked about the ones that are already marinated. Now, as a person who maybe they don't know like what's quote unquote allowed or not allowed in their plan, they're not really familiar with it. When you look at the back of some of the things that are pre-prepared, it might be difficult just based on the list of ingredients. Do you have like maybe some direction on how they can tell, yes, this is a good thing to have or no, this is probably not a good idea? Sure, sure. So first of all, like your coach can help you with anything. Like if you're like, hey, I saw this, snap a picture of the label, shoot it to your coach. Obviously, like if you're standing in line to pay, maybe it's too late. But like if you can do it ahead of time, then do that. Another thing is so spices, rubs with no sugar. So you want to make sure like some of the meats will do like brown sugars or something like that. You want to stay away from that. So anything that's going to be a sugar or molasses or something, we want to stay away from. But if it's just like spice, like paprika, garlic, salt, pepper, something like that, that's dry, then it's typically fine. Along with that, we do allow a lot of people are like, oh, what, you know, marinades. We do allow marinades and we do allow sauces and we want to look for under 40 calories per serving. Now, of course... If you're looking at a pre-marinated meat, they're not going to be like, and this is Bill's marinade and it's under 40 calories. Don't worry about it. Exactly. So looking at like the ingredients, again, we want to stay away from like sugars or molasses, honeys. And then ultimately, if you're somebody that's like, I found this meat, it looks delicious. The rest of my meal is super on plan. I'm a little unsure about this. Like it's not the marinade itself isn't going to like crush you as long as you're not like, pouring it over the top and drinking the marinade. Right. I mean, you're cook a lot of it off anyway. So it's typically fine, typically fine. But you can always clear it with your coach if you have a question about it. Okay. Those are great. Those are great. And then do you feel like there's anything else that people kind of need to know about how to navigate the grocery store, how to navigate shopping in general for food? For me, I think the biggest thing is going in with a plan and just kind of having like a route of attack, if you will. And then a second to that is you want to also just be able to have like certain little things that are just your staples. So understanding what are those staples? Like I said, oats, brown rice, almonds, right? Like a little bag of clementines is forever. You can buy apples. They last a really long time. You can do the sugar-free applesauce discs. There's so many things that you can have that won't perish, that you can always have on hand, stock up or throw in your freezer, frozen blueberries, stuff like that, where you're not wasting stuff and then going in with your eyes too big and then you go home and half of it goes bad, right? So think about the things that you can just have in your home or in your freezer that you're not having to be wasteful with. And then when you get home and you're putting stuff away, so my mom thinks I'm crazy, but I like unpackage things or if they're like stuck together, I rip them up or if they're in a big box, I take them out and I just put them so that they're easy to grab. They're right there. Or I've already pre- like taken them out to package them in different ways so I can keep it quick when I am doing prep because 
at the end of the day, if I'm hungry, the kids are hungry, right? Like things are happening. I will then be more inclined to just grab something and make it happen as opposed to looking at it and being overwhelmed with like, "Mm, I have to like unpackage it and do this or that or whatever. It's too much right now. Like I'm in a rush or so-and-so's crying. Then so just have it be handy and accessible and do that work when you have time to do that work so that when you don't, you're still succeeding because it's there and ready for you. And you don't have an excuse to just be like, oh, forget it. I'm eating a bowl of cereal tonight, like whatever. Yes. Amen. (laughs) I mean, it's just life gets in the way and you want it to be as the things that we're doing to eat healthy aren't difficult. It's easy to do, but when you get distracted by things or when life gets in the way, it can really derail you. And if you're already low on energy and you had a bad day and the kids are crying, it can really throw you off. So I think those are amazing tips for people. Yeah. And I want to say one more thing about shopping. Yes. A lot of people that are like, oh, I don't have time to shop. Like, oh, I'll start on Thursday when I can go shopping or whatever. There's really no excuse nowadays because the bad thing about COVID was COVID, right? But the good thing about COVID was that suddenly everything became accessible from your home. So now Instacart, other grocery stores have private delivery. There are people that will just run errands for money, like for a job, like for you. So there's really not a reason or like the drive up where you're just like, I'm getting out of church or whatever. I'm driving through Walmart and I'm back on my way. Again. You just you know, open like, your trunk and they put it in and you're off. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a really? big Instacart fan. Big Instacart <laughs> fan. Life is just too busy. And it's just like so simple to just like you can use the app as your grocery list, too. So like I have two grocery lists going at all times. I have my MetPro app grocery list and I have the Instacart grocery list. Like you said, not everybody in my family is eating the MetPro method. So then I can have their stuff and I can also have my stuff. And then whenever I get my week planned and I'm ready to go, I just throw the rest of it in Instacart. Boom. It shows up at my house two hours later. It's amazing. (laughs) I know. And also, I mean, we don't like endorse Instacart or anything. No. (laughs) But like Instacart, what is like nine bucks a month for that? Like if you think about it, especially like as a mother, like a working mom, you're like, okay, put three babies into car seats, get in the car, go there, do the shopping, get them back in the car. Like it's worth $9 a month for me to do that. And then also like it keeps you accountable because you're not browsing. Like you're just putting the things that you need from the store in your Instacart. And then you're not like, oh, look at this new jerky or whatever. Like, so then... It keeps you right on track, right? That is such a good point. Yes, I buy a lot less chocolate now that I don't go to the store myself. I I need an intermediary between me and the shopping. (laughs) I am also a chocoholic. Okay. (laughs) Oh, Kat, this is really good stuff. Thank you so much for your time today. Of course. Listeners, that is all for this week. You can find all of the MetPro Method episodes anywhere you get podcasts or you can go to metpro.co slash podcast. Please be sure to follow the show and rate and review. That lets other people know what they can expect from the show. And you can learn more about MetPro at metpro.co. 